is up, you guys? I am back for another episode of Lifting Your Best Life. Hope everybody has been doing well and that you guys had a great weekend. Uh, Mine was pretty relaxing. Didn't do a whole lot, as fun as that sounds. I will say um, I did watch that documentary, The Murdoch Murders, you have not watched it. It is so good. I benched all of it within one night. Um, one of the best things I've watched in a while. So just figured I'd give you a little recap of my life lately. Uh, that and the gym, working, um, studying for my personal training test. That is my life in a nutshell. But topic for today's podcast, I'm sure you saw it in the title, is all about putting yourself first. I feel like this topic without like talking about it can have a little bit of negative feelings um, just because I feel like people can take that the wrong way. When I say you should put yourself first, This doesn't mean only caring about you and no one else. It doesn't mean having an attitude where your opinion matters and nobody else's does. It's nothing like that. It basically just means that you are prioritizing your health and happiness first. Um, If you can't expect to make yourself happy, then how can you expect to make others happy? That's why it is important to put yourself first. Loving yourself and putting yourself first allows you to show up as your best self in every aspect of your life, which in turn makes you a better partner. It makes you a better parent, family member, friend, coworker, what have you. So it just allows you to show up in every aspect of your life as your best self which is going to make your life better. An analogy I have is if you are flying on an airplane and your child or loved one is next to you and there's an emergency, they always tell you to secure your own mask before you secure your child's. Ultimately, that is because you can't save somebody unless you save yourself first. And this basically translates into everything that I'm going over today. Um, Again, I cannot stress this enough, but you cannot save somebody if you can't save yourself first. So kind of taking a deeper dive... um, with the saving analogy, it, it basically goes to say that you can't expect to take good care of others if you're not taking care of yourself. And think of it this way. If you are super tired, you've been go, 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 you're run down from only serving others, taking care of others, versus if you are showing up happy, refreshed, feeling that self-love, Which of those versions of you do you think other people would want to be around? 
Putting yourself first allows you to care for others out of love and not obligation. This in turn improves your mental health and also your work life and productivity. And before I go any further, I just want to say this is something I am working on as well. I am not perfect, far from it. I've had my fair share of mental issues. Um, I think, you know, everybody has mental struggles that they're going through. And this is something that I have been actively working on for the past year. I've put my health first um, and I've been reading lots of self-help books, listening to personal development podcasts. So this is definitely something I am working on as well. I am also a work in progress. So I'm not saying I'm any better than any of you because like I said, I am still on this journey as well. Um, But this definitely is something that I've listened to quite a lot of podcasts about, um, read a lot about, and it is something that is very important to me because I want to be the best version of myself and I want to show up as that version with, uh, you know, when I'm around other people and potential partners, work, pretty much everything. That's who I want to show up as. One thing that I cannot stress enough is that when you get into a relationship, and I've made this mistake in the past, or if you are starting a family, um, maybe you just had a baby or you just got married, don't let yourself go. I know that's easier said than done, but... Basically, to be the best partner and the parent, that is going to come from putting yourself first. Um, Exercise um, is going to give you the energy to be engaged with your partner and your children. It also sets a healthy example. You can't expect your kids to prioritize eating healthy and exercising if you're not. The same goes for your partner or your spouse. And I'm sure that you want those people, the people you care the most about, to love themselves and to care for themselves. And you have to be the one to set that precedent. Another reason to put yourself first, and I had heard of this, but my sister actually talked to me more about it, and I started uh, reading certain books about it, Um, but it definitely makes sense, and it opened my eyes to a lot of things, and that is the law of attraction. So basically, if you want somebody to come into your life and be crazy about you, you need to be crazy about you. You cannot expect to get from other people what you are not giving yourself. You can't expect to uh, have people treat you in a way that you are not treating yourself. Like attracts like. So if something that is important to you is a partner who is healthy and fit, you are not likely to attract that if you yourself 
are not healthy and fit. So like attracts like. You have to put out there what you want in return. So one thing I, I cannot stress enough, and I've gotten better about this, is stop people pleasing. When you are focused on people pleasing, you're basically pleasing everyone but yourself. When you bend over backwards for everyone but yourself, you're basically going to use up all that energy and have nothing left for you. Um, that will take a toll on your physical and emotional well-being. Eventually, and you may not even realize this, it, it may just be subconsciously, but you are eventually going to resent everybody around you because you will feel like you no longer have time for you. Um, you no longer have time to do the things that you want to do. And like I said, even if it's not something that you are consciously thinking, it is something that will be buried in your subconscious. And so that's important. You need to take time for yourself. You need time to recharge. And, you know, you got to be alone sometimes to do that. If you have a partner, it is imperative that you take time without them sometimes to focus on you and filling up your cup because your cup needs to be full before you can pour into other people's cups. So what is the definition of self-care? So this is something that I researched and basically in a 2021 review, researchers defined self-care as the ability to care for oneself through awareness, self-control, and self-reliance in order to achieve, maintain, or promote optimal health and well-being. So basically, it's saying that your optimal health and well-being comes from putting yourself first, having that awareness that's what's going to make you the healthiest person in your well-being and every aspect. So you, if you're not really sure where to begin on this, you definitely want to prioritize exercise and movement. That is one of the healthiest things that you can do. That is something that is going to be one of the top things that will prevent chronic disease. Um, it will lower your cholesterol. It will lower your blood pressure. It's better for your mental health. And all of these things allow you to be a better person for other people when you are at your optimal health. So exercising is something that you would definitely want to be uh, want to start doing. And this can be a small thing. Like, obviously, you don't have to go from zero to 60 within a week. Um, if you don't exercise at all, maybe start with a couple days a week um, going for, you know, like a long walk. Uh, maybe after a while, you go to three days a week and then you go to four. Maybe you start doing weights on one of those four days and you can slowly but surely build it up. 
I think a lot of times people make the mistake of, I'm going to start Monday and I'm going to go six days a week. That is not realistic. And it could be setting yourself up for failure. More than likely it is. And that's why it's good to start with small habits and to take baby steps to get to where you want to be. You are more likely to succeed if that is the case. It's also good to... I hate the term like eat 100% clean because that's not realistic at all. But something good is to do uh, the 80-20. So 80% of the time, try to eat healthy, whole foods. And then, of course, you're going to leave some time, like the 20%, to eat things that make you happy, that you want to eat, that you have like a sweet craving for, something like that. Um, everything in moderation, you, I don't believe in cutting anything out that is setting yourself up for failure completely, but doing these things, and this is another thing that does not have to be zero to 60. Maybe you go out to eat three times a week, show up 1% better. Maybe next week you only go out to eat twice in that week. Maybe the next week you go out to eat once during that week. If you never eat any fruits or vegetables, maybe you start by eating a banana every day instead of throwing a fruit or vegetable with every single meal. You could just have, like I said, like a banana every day for a while and then add something else in. So I'm stressing the importance of going to the gym or hell, I mean, walking outside, working out at home. And eating at home more, eating more fruits and vegetables. But like I said, this is something that can be uh, done in small steps. And that way you have more of a chance of succeeding in the long run. That's the reason I'm saying all this is I want you to succeed. And in my opinion, you are more likely to succeed when they start as small changes and you build them up. So that is definitely what I would recommend is starting healthy habits like that. And I also think too, if you are having trouble with the mentality of putting yourself first, of loving yourself, uh, maybe you are struggling with self-esteem, journaling can be a big help. Um, I've started journaling a little bit and It helps to get all your thoughts out on paper and it feels like you don't have to think about them as much once they're on paper and I know that's kind of cliche but I've found it to be true and therapy is another thing that can really help and journaling and therapy can go hand in hand because you can look at what you wrote in your journal and bring that to your therapist Or read it to your therapist if you're doing like virtual therapy. And that will help make it to where you're not forgetting certain things when you're seeing a therapist. And so I definitely recommend those two things if you are needing help. And therapy is nothing to be ashamed of. I've gone to therapy on and off for years. Almost everybody I know has seen a therapist at some point in their life. I know people who lives are seemingly perfect and they go to therapy 
it's one of those things where even if you feel great, even if there's not that many problems you have that you can think of, there is always going to be a benefit to talking to a therapist, talking to a third party. It's always going to improve your mental health. Another thing that I highly recommend are personal development books. So I've actually been reading The Secret and I really like it. I've been taking a lot of notes and it basically is telling you that you need to put yourself first and it goes back to the law of attraction, like making yourself the thing that you want to attract. If you put good out from yourself, if you're putting good out in the world, then that's what you can expect to come back. And that's another way of, you know, putting yourself first is if you prioritize yourself and if you love yourself, then ultimately that will be what you attract. There are all kinds of self-help books that talk about these things. There's all kinds of podcasts. So Google is your friend, uh, Amazon reviews, um, that kind of thing. There are so many resources that can help and I highly recommend them. I actually have a long list of self-help books that I plan on reading. I actually have in my habit tracker to read 10 pages a day on personal development. And I think that's great because I am somebody who until I started that January 1st of this year, actually, and I don't think I had read a self-help book in a couple years prior to that. And I think it makes it where, you know, I want to do it because not only am I checking the, the box off in my habit tracker, but it's really helped me learn about myself and it's helped me feel better too. If I'm having a really bad day, if I'm down on myself, I can open up any self-help book. Like I said, lately it's been the secret and it always makes me feel better. And so I encourage you, you know, no matter how busy you are, you can put a book on audio. You can listen to it while you drive. You can listen to a personal development podcast while you drive, um, while you are exercising, while you're folding laundry, you name it. You can always make time to develop, um, to put you first, to exercise. It's basically if you want to make it a priority, you will. If you don't want to make it a priority, you won't. But you can. Just know that you can if you want to. There's always a way that you can. And one of my favorite quotes, I absolutely love this quote. Um, it's from Sex in the City. Even if you haven't watched that before, this is a really good quote that I feel like anybody can use. It's from Carrie Bradshaw, and it is the most exciting, challenging, and significant relationship of all is the one you have with yourself. And if you find someone to love the you that you love, 
Well, that's just fabulous. I absolutely love that quote. It's basically saying you are enough. All you need is yourself. And if somebody comes along who loves you the way that you love yourself, that's great. That's not the whole point of this, but that is an added bonus. If you love yourself, you are going to attract somebody that feels that same way about you. So basically, in summary, put yourself first, love yourself, show up as your best self, and live your best life. I hope that this was helpful. If you liked the episode, please give me a five-star rating um, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I will be back next week with a brand new episode. Bye, guys.